Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. In this episode, Alex from the Diz His Podcast drops by, and we discuss all of our preparations for fantasy football and how our wives handle us during fantasy football. Also, we do some strange news, which was kind of catered towards Chris's hoarding habits. And then we talk about different do-it-yourself projects that we do around the house and what type of fails we've had. Also, September 1st, will be our next Patreon Appreciation Day. All Patreon members will be invited to listen and watch us record live. And one lucky listener will get an opportunity to win a $50 Outback Steakhouse gift card. And all you have to do is beat Mary in a couple trivia questions. And now it's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. That's oh, the hell that. of fantasy football. <laughs> and and our significant others, they are they are all saints for putting up with the nonsense yes. that is fantasy football because we become insane. Rightfully so. <laughs> but like for us, playing fantasy football is like being on a period for six months. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. I, 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 I don't think we'll get any backlash for that comment at all. I think, <laughs> it's, at I, all. I think that comment was probably the most fair comment <laughs> that has ever been said in the history of, of opinions. You I don't think any woman would disagree <laughs> with that statement. You know what, Scott? <laughs> tell me when you're done. You can tell Mary's not here because we're just going to say things like that, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. At least it's not the same, but I, I beg to differ. <laughs> For the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults. Who like to laugh at adulting? Please make sure that you connect with us. We want to connect with you. Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube, all that good stuff. All of our links are in the episode description. It's that little link tree link in the episode description, the show notes. My name is Scott. I am the host. And with me tonight, since Mary is out filling in for Mary, my co-host this evening from the Diz His podcast, Mr. Redbeard Alex. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. And our producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder, Chris. Oh, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> nice. That Monty Python oh action there. Just a flesh wound. Alex, how you doing today, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Thank you so much for sitting in. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for asking me. I've been wanting to get on since I've been I... listening every week to two episodes. I've been wanting to get back on. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited about this episode because I think uh, especially this first segment is going to is going to fit you perfectly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one thing I wanted to talk about is, is right now we're it, like fall is right around the corner. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not in Florida, Florida. It's still like, I was just going to say that. What is fall like in Florida? It's still the devil's like armpit, number. Chris. It, yeah. It sounds, sounds awful. It, it, it's hot <laughs> as hell. It, it's hot as hell. And it smells like pumpkin spice. <laughs> so fall is right around the corner. And what that means is my favorite time of year, football season. Oh, yeah. 
football yes. season is upon us. The memes are coming out where we only have so many weekends oh, where yes. there's no football until February. Like it's it's here. And do you know what that means for us is fantasy football. Agony. Oh, yeah. That's what it means for us. Agony. Yeah. And right. Right. <laughs> like I like I said that and I I, I just felt like the pit of my stomach just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who have never played fantasy football, you have to at least twice. The first year, you're not going to understand <laughs> what you're doing. But the second year, you're going to be so into it that every second of every weekend is just nonstop stress. Yeah, Alex, that's... how long have you been playing fantasy football? Oh, boy. The league I commission, I think this is our sixth year, maybe seventh year. Okay. And Chris, what about you? Okay, so I've been... So first of all, proud member of the co-league, Alex's right. uh, fantasy football league. For this, I'm, a, I'm a second year member. I'm in a uh, I'm in a very high stakes fantasy football league, which I'll get more into. This is my I think this is my sixth year in that league. Okay. And how many championships do you, either of you have? I have one. Okay. Very good. And Chris, I, I have one in this league, and I played another league, and I I won in that league. So I have I have two under my belt. But the only one that matters is the the one that I'm a part of now, which again I'll get more into because it's going to take a lot of explaining. Okay. I won so, two. I won two leagues in one year on the back of Lamar Jackson. Ooh, uh, mine was on the ex- back of Blake Bortles. Ooh, Blake. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a very unorthodox method of fantasy football. <laughs> I, I did almost have a year where I won two. I was in, in one league. I was first place going into the playoffs. Like I was. I I lost two games all year. I was expected to win. Had you don't want to go. Yeah. You don't want to be the number one seed. No. Had Saquon Barkley. Like I, I was killing it. There was no stopping me until the first round of the playoffs. Uh, the other league that I've been in. So this is my brother-in-law's league. I've been in for gosh, six, seven years. I've won a total of three times, three or four wow. times, That's including, impressive. including a back-to-back. Nice. Wow. So I was the first two-time winner. And then I was the first back-to-back winner. Wow. Um, I haven't made the playoffs in two years in that league. Which is like super frustrating, Mm -hmm. but like it always takes me a year to because I took a hiatus. Uh, You know, I played very early on back in the like the Clinton Portis days, oh my gosh, uh, Brett Favre days. Yeah, and it takes like a good year to get into it. Yeah, I want to know because look, we're not a sports podcast, so I I don't want to break down. (laughs) Not yet, yeah. I don't I don't want to break down player positions, depth charts. You know who 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 are you? who are you targeting the first round? Like, I'll throw no, away all these notes. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do want to know is it, there's there's two things, and this is kind of what I want to discuss during the segment. What do you guys do to prepare for mm. a fantasy football draft? And we all have significant others. What is their take on fantasy football? So, Alex, let's start with you, bud. So, starting like, I think it was like three years ago, and this was the year leading up to my championship year i started listening to a fans football podcast year round and it's three times a week off season five times a week during the season holy crap so it's it's a very famous fantasy podcast football podcast what's the name of this podcast i'm taking notes fantasy footballers okay and they are they are legit oh yeah they're the one that you told me to uh trade everything i have for ty hilton last year yeah did you do it (laughs) i tried and i'm so glad that you rejected my offer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so alex you listen to them year round year round yep wow okay you gotta be, you gotta be doing the research in the middle of the year man there is no okay. offseason in fantasy football <laughs> there is no offseason <laughs> fantasy football so, you're not wrong so i've been doing that and uh my wife she's she hates sports to be honest 
So <laughs> football is not her favorite. When we got, when we got together, I had to make a decision: did I want to follow hardcore football, NCAA football, or basketball? Okay. So I decided NFL because I'm a big Bengals fan. So every Sunday is my day for football. You know, <laughs> gotcha. that, you know, we don't play Mondays and Thursdays very often. So right. <laughs> Sunday at one o'clock. Very consistent. That's so funny. I made a hardcore decision there and she's she deals with it, but she hates it. But that year I won the championship, even though she hates me losing money every year in fantasy football, I won the championship. She was like, Hey, where are we gonna go, go out to dinner? Like, they, That's they the first hated, thing Emily said when I won. Yeah, they hate it until you win, and then you're like, then they're like, oh, like in the league that I'm in, it's a fifty dollar buy in. The two years that I won, I won my division. I was the number one points, you know, getter, whatever. And then I won the championships. That was like three hundred fifty bucks two years in a row. Oh, wow! Man. Wait till you hear about my fantasy football. Yeah, league, Scott. All right, go for it. This one is too rich for my blood. <laughs> <laughs> my fantasy football league. We're all brothers. Like we're all we're all so close. We're all uh, friends from high school. I was asked to be in this league a few years. I guess about five or six years ago now, and I didn't understand what I was getting into. And now it is something that I will never leave. We have a waiting list of people to get in. Really? Like, yeah. So, um, so we take it very serious. We we have a uh, we have an owners meeting once a year. We meet in the off season and we discuss rule changes and we go out for <laughs> drinks and stuff. We have a draft every year where we go to a. This year is in uh, Atlantic City. Unfortunately, I'll be in Outer Banks then, so I can't go. But we all meet up for the draft. So we do a, it's not a live draft. We do it on ESPN, but we're all there because we make trades and this and that. That's super fun doing oh, the draft yeah, in person. Like it's I, great. A live draft where you're like putting things on a board, that is a lot of it work. It sucks. And then it's you really have to long. know everything. Yeah. No, it's it, it sucks. But, but I um, like I like doing a draft where everybody's there. It's great. Right? Yeah. 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 It's great. We have a constitution. We have we we vote on <laughs> bylaws. Oh, we vote on amendments for the, you know, to, to amend the constitution. And it's it's like a direct democracy. So there's no like, you know, electoral votes or anything. We're not that crazy. <laughs> but um but yeah, okay. uh, at, at the end of every vote, do you know who the winner is, or is it a well, still up for discussion? I, I look later? for them for a while because I think I think my my one friend lives in New York, and I think New York's hiding some votes up there. So, <laughs> uh, I, uh, do you guys make up pandemics to uh, to sway the? Vote? We role play, yeah, we role play a little bit. <laughs> I started last year. I started the owners meeting. I started doing an award show. So I make awards for everybody and I have this whole monologue and everything. So that's fun. But we like weekly, we make videos and promos for our team. We do, um, we make like crazy, uh, we, we go to people's houses and we film with them. Like we just, we're so over the top, but everything's so serious that like, if you don't have your, um, your team set, like say you start someone who's hurt, you get a strike. Three strikes and you're out of the league. Wow. Yeah, two wow. strikes, you lose a draft pick. Uh, if you don't wow. do the punishment, which my friend, uh, he lost and is not doing the punishment, he he has to forfeit a third round pick. So oh, it's, wow. it's super serious. And our buy-in is now at $200. So it's a $200 oh, buy-in. We have 12 people. Yeah. Wow. It's um. It we do it's amazing too, but if you don't do it, you're out of the league. No, that's I, that. See, that's that's fair. It, but yeah. we we don't want anyone out of the league. Like we tr the, the, try the, the group of guys we have. It. Yeah, the group of guys we have, we really enjoy. Everyone's really dedicated. Uh, everybody we have a we have an official Facebook page, and we all post on the page. All mm -hmm. our trades need to be posted on the page. Like everything's taken very very serious. Wow. But that's the fun of it, and that's also sure. the part that drives Emily nuts <laughs> because it's so serious that like it'll be one fifteen and. 
you know, the other teams starting uh, two people on the Bears, right? And they throw a touchdown pass, which isn't realistic because the Bears don't score touchdowns. But <laughs> for, for the sake of uh, argument, then I'm then I'm down, you know, two touchdowns and nothing. <laughs> Emily just said on and, Facebook, <laughs> Chris is taking me on a vacation this year with a two hundred dollar buy-in. <laughs> so fifteen minutes into in, in one o'clock, and something like that happens, and I'm just in a bad mood for the rest for the rest of the afternoon. Then Emily gets oh, mad at me if I then come back and win. She's like, oh, I thought you were losing. What's going on? I thought I thought the game was over. I thought you didn't have a chance. <laughs> and then if I do lose, then I'm just, I'm ruined until the next week. And oh, that's also not fun to live with me. Right, right. What about you, Scott? So uh, interesting, you know, this strike rule. So uh, we, we talked about this the other day. You've never seen the show The League. No, oh, Scott, mm-hmm. just, to, just to cut you off, because I didn't want to forget this. We do, we have a, we have an official CFL, that's our, our, uh, our name is the CFL 2.0. We have an official podcast too that we nice. that we yeah that we do as well. Oh, oh that's so, cool. Yeah, yeah, my two of the people do, and they talk about news and and matchups and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Alex, did you ever see the the show The League? Oh yeah. Okay, so it, I mean, Chris avoid the way that his league is set up. There's no Taco Week. Oh you know? no, what is Taco Week? So so Taco Week was Taco was this player. He was an idiot. He would draft yeah. like a kicker in the first round, yeah. and then like I have one of them, and then he would draft like you know the the athletic trainer in the second round, and it <laughs> he just he was the worst. So every you know every year they're like, oh, this is my Taco Week. I don't have to worry about it. Because he was terrible. He like he, he was a stoner, you know, had no idea what he was doing. It, that was I was gonna ask you guys, do you have someone in your league? That, oh yeah, you know, it's your taco week. Alec Combs, I hope you're watching this. <laughs> no, it's funny because he was he was so bad for years. He went to the uh he was in the we call it the Sacco, which I think is from the league, right? Yeah. Is that, yeah, we, we he was in the Sacco game two years in a row and 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 lost both times that I was trying to push something to, if you lose three times in a row, you're out of the league. Cause it was just so annoying. Guess what? He won the championship last year and everyone <laughs> couldn't be happier because it's, it was, it was the greatest thing ever. That's, That's awesome. Funny. Yeah. That's right. Alex, is there, is there a taco in the co-league? Um, unfortunately it's my father. He's not very good. <laughs> he likes to, uh, he likes to draft quarterbacks in the first round and things that you shouldn't really do. I, I, uh, I have a picture here. I'd like to share. Oh, yeah. Here, let me give you permission to share. I lost two years in a row uh, during the league at some point. And one of my losses, because we stopped, we decided to do punishments. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. For for those of you listening who did not watch this live stream, you're going to have to check it out on either Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Is this you, Alex? This This is is me. Doing the George post from Seinfeld. Oh <laughs> that is fantastic. The, Alex has posted oh his punishment from gosh. losing in fantasy football. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Oh, that's incredible, <laughs> Alex. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That's, that's great. Enough that's enough of that. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need this uh, background. <laughs> I know, for right? My, for That's my, our uh, new background. <laughs> it, was our, it was our league. It was our league uh, image for a while. Like, and then uh, one of my one of my my cousins said, "Dude, we're, I'm gonna get a, a full size poster of that blown up and put it in my living room." That's great. That's great. Yeah, I, I've got a friend, and he listens to the show. Andrew Fisher, shout out to Andrew. Uh, he also has a very successful YouTube channel in the Loop, uh, where you can watch all 
all sorts of theme park videos. Make sure you follow them on YouTube and Facebook. That's in the loop. But they have been featured in different magazines for having some of the worst punishments. Really? Fantasy Football League. The, the one that sticks out that he's told me about is whoever lost had to fly to a theme park. It was either in Idaho or Ohio or... <laughs> What would you like just some obscure thing? And there was a roller coaster there, and they and it was always the longest line, and they had to wait in the entire line and then not ride <laughs> all day over and over right. and over and over again. That was you, their punishment. You know what my favorite punishment is? And this has happened a couple times already, just I've because I've seen it online. If you lose, you have to go to a waffle house and for <laughs> and you have to stay there for 24 hours. And the stipulation is every waffle or pancake that you eat cuts off an hour of your time. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So it makes you try to eat, you know, I'd be out of there in waffles. 15 minutes. <laughs> I can scarf down 20 waffles pretty fast. I feel yeah. Like. I have no problem getting some waffles down. Well, you know, we, we, we want to do a, we're going to do a fantasy football league for uh Diz journey. And so that'll be really cool. And Can't wait I, for that. yeah, one of the punishments that I suggested, it'd be tough for you, Chris, but we can figure it out is the the loser has to ride it's a small world from open to close all day oh my the only God. time you can get off is to use the restroom or eat but you can only eat turkey legs hey if you <laughs> if, if if you're going to uh if this means you're going to pay for my trip down to florida and into disney i might lose on purpose <laughs> the loser should have to just the loser should just have to come uh, visit me for a week up in new jersey <laughs> yeah that's that's punishment enough just spending time in new jersey in winter so here's my preparation. I I spend about I don't know what one fifty two hundred dollars a year on Sirius XM radio, mm -hmm. just so I can listen to the fantasy football station. Really? And I, uh, yeah, I start it right around now, right around the first week in August, and I'll listen to it throughout football season. It's not great for pre draft stuff, but it's really good for you know your your waiver wire pickups your drop ads trades yeah. who uh who's in who's not uh you know start them or sit them that's what it's really really good for and here's, here's the thing my wife is is amazing she supports everything every hobby that i like everything that i'm into she supports 100%. She just doesn't necessarily understand it or want to understand it or care to understand it okay so i'll be i'll be follow <laughs> following my stats because I've, I've, we've gotten into fights where we're at Ikea trying to pick out something and I'm checking on my stats because it's a big game. I'm playing against a rival and, and, and she gets mad at me or I'll try to explain to her, oh my gosh, this just happened. And this guy from the other team, and she has no idea, nor does she care. <laughs> and so she'll just come up with a, well, f that guy <laughs> just to make me happy. Like, so am I supposed to like him or not? It, it, I'm like, uh, right now we don't like him. Well, f that guy. <laughs> Especially if he's on my bench and he scored 50 points because he scored four uh, touchdowns or whatever. Or and she's like, that guy. Yeah, I never wanted to commit murder more than when somebody does good on my bench. Like, oh, they should know better. God. They, they should know better. Duh. Not me. I shouldn't know better. Yeah. I, there's a reason why I didn't start yet, but man, don't go off on my bench. Well, how about when Jay Ajayi had those two huge games like two years ago? Nobody uh, started the that. 200 game. yards game, 200 yard games. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've been drafting uh, Derek Henry for the last 10 years. And then the one year that I don't draft him because I was over <laughs> his ass, <laughs> he goes crazy. It's amazing. That's oh, the hell that. of fantasy football. <laughs> and and our significant others, they are they are all saints for putting up with the nonsense yes. that is fantasy football because we become insane. 
for rightfully so. In my league, we have uh, three couples in it. Oh, oh, wow. And wives are in the league. Wow. There's nothing hotter than a girl who likes to play fantasy football. FYI. (laughs) Really cool. But like for us, playing fantasy football is like being on a period for six months. Perfectly said. Perfectly. I, I I I don't think we'll get any backlash for that comment at all. I think <laughs> it's not at I, all. I think that comment was probably the most fair comment <laughs> that has ever been said in the history of of opinions. <laughs> you I don't think t- any woman would disagree <laughs> with that statement. You know what, Scott? <laughs> Tell me when you're done. Yeah. You. you <laughs> You could tell Mary's not here because we're just gonna say things like that, I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, we're gonna At least a- it's not the same, but I, I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I'm gonna bring you some strange news. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at Nikki PPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Hey, new new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Mary is still out, so Alex from the Diz His Podcast is sitting in as my co-host this evening. That's right. All right, so Mary's not here, and we haven't done this in a while, so right now I have some strange news. Chris has been really looking forward to streaming this for a while. Yep. I started sending emails to the No New Friends emails. Saying, Can you please, <laughs> I, I started making like anonymous emails, sending in, please bring back strange news. Yep. It's just fun. Yeah. So, Chris, I found a couple of stories that are like right up your alley. Can't wait. And, and I wasn't, about me. yeah, I wasn't looking for this, but it just, it just how the chips fell this week. Okay. So there's a rare piece of history that is for sale right now. Oh. Okay, and uh, it, it's out of England. So let me ask you a question: What what is the have you have you ever bought anything that was or is edible for reselling or collecting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold expired pumpkin spice cereal <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of money. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, right now you can get your hands on a piece of Princess Diana's wedding cake. That's actually pretty cool. 
No way. Yep, yep. That's a, a silver, a sliver of, of this cake is up for grabs. So this cake has kind of gone around for a while. It's a large slice of it's cake. It's going around for a just takes little bites out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's taking any bites of it now. Uh, some some marzipan base uh, from the whopping uh, 23 official cakes made for this iconic 1981 wedding. Wow. So this sliver of cake has been around longer than Chris. <laughs> longer than me. Longer than Alex. Longer than Jared. That's really interesting. Oh, but Scott, it's really funny that you asked me that question. It, do I, if I ever tried to resell, I was at the dollar store today for a half hour scanning food to see if I could make any money on <laughs> on, <laughs> on like limited edition hot sauce or something. Yeah, people will do it. But now so, I could just market it as Princess Diana's hot sauce. Now I there know you go. That's, that's the hot trending thing. This originally sold to auction to, to an auction house in 2008 uh, on behalf of Moira Smith. That's that's who ended up in possession of it. How much? Now, uh, well, I don't know then, but the artifact is is expected to fetch. Well, Chris, guess how much it's expected to make right now as it goes <laughs> I, in auction. It, okay. it goes on auction August 11th. Well, it's 2021. There's a little bit of inflation going on right now. Yep. I'd say I'd say in the upwards of like 25 grand. 25 grand. Okay, yeah. Alex, what, what what do you think? I don't know. Two dollars. <laughs> okay, well, it is it is somewhere in between that. Chris is way off. Okay. Uh, Alex is a little bit closer, but really, not, yeah, he's a little bit closer. It's expected to get about four hundred dollars. Well, that's it. Oh, I'd buy, I'd buy it for four hundred dollars. Are you serious? You shouldn't have told me that. Now I'm going to be looking for the auction. And now, now uh, when we're getting ready for our wedding, I'm going to be like, hey, we're going to uh, we're just going to have one slice of cake at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that I would eat this. I mean, it's 1981. That's do the math on that. That's uh, 30 years old. Has no, it been 40 frozen? years old? Has it been frozen? Are, are they just waiting to eat it for their anniversary? I'm sure. <laughs> what does it have? His papers. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, it was it was saved by someone. You know, I, I could see Chris going to a celebrity wedding and just saving the piece of cake. Yeah, now, well, now. <laughs> tell me I'm just going to save it. Well, now everybody's birthday goes, I'm going to save the cake just in case they get it. <laughs> just in case. This is the, the slice likely came from the, the side of the cake or the top of a single <laughs> tier cake, according wow. to the United Kingdom auction house. The analysis. Wow. It was probably sent to Clar to the to Clarence house for the consumption of the Queen Mother's staff. It ended up, it ended up in the possession of Moira Smith, an employee of the Queen Mother, and was originally sold to the auction house in 2008 on behalf of the Smith family. So, like, some maid in the in the Queen Mother house, like, was supposed to eat it. And was like, no, I'm going to save this piece of cake and sell it for 300 pounds in 2021. Smart woman. I, I think I might eat that cake, Scott, because guess what? Then when you get like food poisoning, you're like, oh, what happened? Oh, I, just took, I, I ate Princess Diana's, Diana's cake. <laughs> hell of a story. Yeah, hell of a, hell story. Of a story. Oh, God. <laughs> 400 right. bucks, that, that, that's, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Send me that so, link. I'll, I will send you that link. I, I got the news story on NPR. <laughs> Okay, so here's another uh, antiquity, if you will. How much, Chris? You're you're a you're a, a hoarding expert. You're a reselling expert. You're a uh, a pricing expert. How much money do you think the starting bid is for the gun that killed Billy the Kid? Oh God, that's interesting. Hmm. The starting bid. It would have to. 
I mean, twenty-five thousand for sliced cake is way, way out of line. I guess I'm not just not a cake guy, but <laughs> right. gu- but a gun guy, I'm not a gun guy either. So I would say I don't know. Let's say five grand. Five grand, you'd be way, way, way under. So wait, so 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 Billy the Kid. I guess it's the gun. It's the gun that killed Billy. The he kid. was the first historical figure after Napoleon that Bill and Ted rescued in the uh, for oh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I forgot the uh, the Bill Garrett's and Ted's is fifty thousand, way way low. Really? What do you think, Alex? Um, you know, I'm not sure. You know what's funny is I just listened to the podcast uh, Richard and Gary's Incredible Stories, which actually is my brother-in-law, his podcast, and they did an episode two part on Pat Garrett, who is the man who shot Billy the Kid. His That's son was alive in the 1980s telling a story about his father. Really? Wow. It's wow. crazy. He has, they have recording of the man telling a story to kids in a school. That's, that's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But pricing wise, oh man. He's at 50,000 too high. I would have too to low. Too, no, no, too oh, low. Too low, I'm sorry. Yeah, like 125. 125,000. Yeah. Okay, way too low. I'll guess 1.2 million. That's my 1.2 million. Okay, you're getting you're, you're getting closer. Holy okay, crap. so uh, Sheriff Pat Garrett hid in a dark bedroom and shot Billy the Kid in the chest yeah. on July 14th. What a coward! First 81. of all, 81. I know, right? Like, face man waiting man. for someone to arrive. Yeah, in Fort Sumter, Fort Sumner, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. This gun, the starting bid is going to be two million dollars. Wow! Oh my gosh, who's buying that? It is. Well, collectors, that real collectors, Chris, not you know junk collectors. These are real collectors. That makes I don't sense know any junk collectors actually. <laughs> oh, look in the mirror. I'm talking I took, about I took them the all. Man in the mirror. I took them all out of my house, but now I didn't want to talk about it because of uh, self-esteem issues. But thanks for bringing us, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is that's a reasonable like four hundred dollars for a wedding cake from nineteen eighty one is is effing ridiculous that's reasonable are you serious <laughs> that's so reasonable but the gu- reasonable to me <laughs> right oh, me and alex are gonna go 50 50. the gun that killed yet. billy the kid that two makes sense million dollars. two million dollars yeah wow all right so yeah two million dollars i think it's worth it you, should right. we crowd should we crowdfund uh you and i all have like partial ownership of this gun well, if we can get our Patreons going, then uh, maybe we can bid on this gun. There we go. And then we can raffle it off to our Patreon members. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> we should buy the. We should honestly, we should buy the cake and 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 uh, eat it on <laughs> online. News <laughs> you'd get. Oh, dude. Oh my. Like, oh like my God. Cake. You're right, Alex. Yeah. Eat the cake from 19 wow. on, online. Wow. Scott would do it. So tradition is you save the top layer of cake from your wedding and. You and your wife eat it on your one-year anniversary. Did you eat it? No, no, we didn't save it. So I definitely saved it both weddings that I was in uh, because I've been married twice. And the first time we actually did eat it on our one-year anniversary, paired with uh, mimosas, it was awful. It was god awful. <laughs> it was like had that frozen taste, right? Oh, frozen and stale. And like I like stale. Like I love stale peeps. I love stale chips. I love stale anything. This was god awful. That's like that's like the first chapter in every book written on serial killers. They like stale chips, <laughs> stale peeps. That's when we knew something. You, was you a, clearly was have not heard the straight. episode "Beef with Peeps," Beef when with I talk peeps. about my love for peeps, and I always get two packages of peeps a year. Goodness, one that I eat right away, and then one that I save for the next year. 
I probably I just love stale peeps. Erased it from my memory because that's terrifying. <laughs> that's a terrifying fact. Yeah, well, you know. not a big fan. Yeah. So, so my current uh, marriage and you know my last marriage. Now edge. We, 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 we did save the top layer, but I don't even know where it is. We probably threw it out because we're like, yeah, we're not going to eat this. Like this is <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. She's throwing it away. Scott has a tear rolling down his eye. Yeah, this is this is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're not I wrong. <laughs> it's mine, babe. Let's eat it. <laughs> All right. So I've got another news story for you. Um, you know. We just got flagged by Facebook because we're using copyrighted material for our arrest us. Go ahead. Intro for our for our song. Well, here's our, what's the most ridiculous Facebook warning or Facebook jail instance you guys have ever heard of? Oh, I, I can tell you. Any. You haven't heard of any, Alex? Chris, oh, really? what, what about you? I did a video project freshman year of high school and I put it on YouTube and I, I was like, it was banned in Tanzania. <laughs> Put that on my resume whenever I apply somewhere. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, this gardening group in New York with more than 7,500 members use the word hoe, H-O-E, like the gardening tool, uh-huh. hoe, and they got into trouble based on Facebook's algorithms and guidelines, and they got put in Facebook jail. There's another kind of hoe? <laughs> <laughs> the gardening hoe, H-O-E. Oh, I get yeah, yeah, you know. So if a woman likes, never mind. We're not going to explain this to Alex. Alex <laughs> comes from the Disney podcast, so we have to like, you know, keep it kind of uh, PG at most. He's never heard a curse word. That was the first time, and now he's going to go I'm into sorry. a panic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the last one, Chris. You're going to love this one. I like the other one. I like the hoe one. <laughs> so there was a guy, Louis Angelino the Third. He cleans people's homes for extra money. Okay. Okay. And and a friend hired him. And this friend lives in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Cherry. Oh, are you serious? I swear to God. Cherry Hill. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe it was you. So let me know <laughs> if this, this sounds familiar. So a friend hired him and left the key under the mat in of his New Jersey townhouse. Angelino found the key and uh, you know he he let himself in. At a certain point, the friend called Angelino just to check on on him, to check on the house, and he said, "Oh, everything's fine. I'm playing with the cat." At this point, the friend said, "I don't have any cats." <laughs> Angelino was in the wrong home. He says on social media that he finished cleaning anyway, and later the property owner came home to discover that someone had broken into his house and left it spotless. Oh, and played the cat. Yeah, I wanna, played with the cat. I want to find out if this was like near me at all. Well, I wish it was my house. To be completely honest with you, I wish I wish you broke into my house to clean my house. So, so it had nothing to do with your house. Well, th- if they broke into your house to clean your house and saw your hoarding problem they would have run or demanded a raise immediately and there would have been no cleaning. <laughs> they would have, they would have, uh, oh man. They would have, Hoarders would have been, the TV show would have been in my house with an application. Louis Angelino the third. Oh, Louis the Angelino. Third. Yep, the, the third. third. He cleans houses on the side. Oh man, wow, so he's from Cherry Hill. He's, he went viral on TikTok. Did he really? Uh, yeah, that's what it says. Good it for says him. That. Yeah, you know what it sounds that. like? It sounds like you guys have another guest. Yeah, I know, right? I should I should reach out. Chris, yes, reach out because he's right down the street from you. Just get him have him share your microphone, no big deal, and while he's there, have him clean your house. He wants to start a business and call himself the cleaning fairy. Like, <laughs> I realized cleaning was like therapy. 
because when I took a messy situation, I made it all nice and neat afterwards. It was very satisfying to me. Wow, that's very well said, Angelino. Meanwhile, Chris is searching through the trash to see if there's any treasures. <laughs> Chris, you- I love these headlines. Cleaning fairy went to wrong NJ house. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you'd actually be a, a good cleaning person because they would have not, no trash at all in their house. It would be all in your trunk. It's so bad. I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually helping my uncle out with this right now. He's moving, oh, yeah. right? And uh, I think I talked to you guys about uh, selling his Lego sets. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm in his basement like a couple times a week going going through his stuff. It's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to throw this away. It's like, well, no, 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 no. Don't, don't throw this away. Don't throw this away. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll look this up. And it's like, so now in the back of my mom's SUV, because I drive a sedan, so I'd use an SUV I have. Uh, about 40 records. I have like electronics. I have I have uh, I, all this all stuff that should probably be in the garbage. But if if you can make a dollar on it, it shouldn't be thrown away. But at least I keep things based on monetary value and not like I don't know something like teeth or something. Easy, easy killer. <laughs> Alex, what what's the condition of your place? Nice and orderly and and neat, or are do you are you a hoarder? What do we got going on? I have two kids under four, four and two. So okay. my house is never nice and neat. <laughs> so Not Legos different. everywhere. Toys. We have a toy room, but toys are never in the toy room. Uh, <laughs> I have two dogs who shed like crazy. So we have to vacuum almost every day. So it's never nice and neat, but we keep our house as nice and neat as we can. Not a hoarder. I did hold a bin full of Star Wars toppers that was from the, uh, the release of Star Wars Episode One. my brother had. And they were limited edition ones that came from when you bought a large drink at like Taco Bell. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had a whole bunch of those. And I threw them away a couple of years ago because I looked them up and they weren't selling for anything. But I held <laughs> on to them this whole time because he moved and he was like, you just have this. And I was like, okay. And I held on to it for this whole time in my attic. Oh, my gosh. Star Wars things never count as hoarding. But they were episode one, so like... Oh, yeah, nobody like cares the about worst you can have. Yeah. yeah, that was the worst. I had a bunch of stuff from episode one, too. Uh, I got rid of it. Jar Jar Binks is still, still one of my favorites, but I do want to just... Me, too! Uh, I love Jar Jar Binks! I will, I will die, joking, I will die on that though, hill. That's the funny thing. No, I, will die, I will die on that hill. I love Jar Jar Binks. Are you serious? I was, too, I was like, okay, so when did episode three come out? Yeah, you were like two or three, right? Yeah, so I loved him. Okay. He was yeah. a funny guy with the ears. And the talk like... Uh, <laughs> And the talk, like, I don't even know what his accent was. But uh, guys, I just needed to tell you, share this before we go to break. I need to share this uh, this update. I have 19 mutual friends with the cleaning fairy. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I, like some one of one of the guys from my fantasy football league that I was talking about is friends with him. So I'm Chris, gonna have him reach out. Hook that interview up. Oh my gosh. He uh, I, he doesn't even live in Cherry Hill, but don't care. Hook the interview up. We'll figure it out. All right, you're, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere, and I hope you give us a listen.
Hey guys, what's going on? It's Remy from Remy's Roundtable alongside my dangerous co-host Chris. Guys, our podcast is pretty much all about what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. We cover your theme park news, the rumors, and of course guys, we bring on some local celebrities such as the 5-Minute Professor from Real Radio 104.1. So guys, don't go anywhere and uh, stay tuned and listen to this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. Hey, this is Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the Noted Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Mary is still out because this is a podcast. We record it all in one shot. She didn't just magically appear. But with us is the co-host of the Diz His Podcast. He's my co-host tonight, Alex. I'm still here. I know. You're still here, and it's amazing. Wow. I love when you're here. I love your voice. I love everything that you do. Uh-oh. Scott's getting to that. Scott's getting to that. Uh... Scott's getting to that point where he's had a couple of boot lattes, and uh, Scott likes to hit on Alex when, oh, uh, when he's had some boot I'm going to have to go up an octave. So, Alex, you had some uh, some home repairs that you were working on. Yeah. So, my, um, my pool filter broke on me. I want to go turn it on and it wasn't working. So I did the breakers and I want to go turn it on and it smoked and then sparked. And I was like, oh, this motor is done. I went to go pull it out and the bottom had rotten out completely. You could see where the thing was spinning. I oh my God. It's supposed to last like six, seven years. I've been in my house for five, but the thing looked super old when I moved in. Okay. So I'm surprised I made it this far. So I had to buy a new motor and put it in for my pool filter. And then I had to redo all the PVC piping. Never done anything like that before in my life. And it was, it was a fun little thing to learn. I had a, I got new nozzles because the nozzles that I had were broken in order to open up the the PVC pipes. And you lost me at I you you lost me at uh, I started working on the breakers. <laughs> I know, right? How many YouTube videos did you watch to accomplish this project? I watched one YouTube video to make sure I knew what I was doing with the PVC piping and how to put it onto the motor correctly. But okay. I um I put the motor in. I did redid all the wiring. Because the motor had wires sticking out. I ended up taking those out and putting the wire directly into the motor because I didn't have a way to connect it correctly. And then I did the PVC piping, which was easy. But then when we went to go turn it on, it was leaking everywhere on the top. <laughs> oh, my God, no. What do we do? My, my brother-in-law, Gary, was helping me. Turns out it gave us one less um, O-ring than we needed. So we didn't have an O-ring for one of the connectors that goes into the motor. And it was leaking because of that. You know, the, so, the Challenger blew up because of an O-ring. Is that for real? <laughs> Yeah, for real. Oh wow! Yeah, there was an uh, there was a there was a, a break in the O ring and it leaked. Wow, yeah. I don't know why I laughed at that actually. This was back in 1986. We, oh, we can we laugh make, now. We make challenger no, we jokes now. now. It's fine. Yeah, it's what's the what's the grace period on tragedy jokes? Bo Burnham referenced 9 11 like, in one of his songs. Oh, I you know I don't know. That's a sorry to to tangent there. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Yeah, I know. What is the first? I, I think it, it depends on the person and how much uh, how much death. For me, it's like two weeks. How close are you to the to to what happened? Yeah, how close are you you to what happened? Yeah. So like there was a comedian that when Kobe Bryant died, yeah, the day he died, he was like, This rapist got what he had coming to him. Oh For real? 
yeah like oh, this is like a, a stand-up comedian and yeah. i was like ooh, that wow. may be a little bit too soon and but the rate but funny so, ever. So, was, so was the rate maybe maybe the rape <laughs> was a little much so maybe it was warranted but for the wow. record for the for the record on um uh alex's uh pump he didn't he didn't use it yet but it looks great it does look <laughs> I've, I've, I've used it it's great so that's pretty impressive i'm not gonna lie because that's like plumbing and uh, like uh, yeah. electrical work i guess that's a lot well listen to this so we don't have an o-ring what are we gonna do so i think well we need something to go in there just to hold it together to make it connect so water please tell out. me you grab your daughter's hair tie no <laughs> i was talking to my brother-in-law and we decided if we grabbed a little piece of cable wiring and we put it in a circle and we duct tape it not duct tape it but we we uh tape it with black tape the electrical tape mm -hmm. if we made the right size put it in there it will work and i was actually it, on my phone with my work. dad who has a lot more experience with Hold any on. of this stuff You're, you say when you say your brother-in-law is this joe no 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 this is my other brother-in-law okay because it sounds Eric. like a joe a joe idea no my other one and i was on the phone with my dad and my dad's like yeah if you have rope just put it in there and it'll, it'll work just fine so we end up putting that in there and it works perfectly fine to this oh, day oh wow you macgyvered it macgyvered it it was amazing nice i would have mcgrubered it <laughs> so you want to make it blow up <laughs> yes the, the poor yes. man's macgyver <laughs> chris do you do you do a lot of uh do-it-yourself projects in the house yeah i do and i think i think i got that from my dad my dad is 69 years old and he's oh. and, and, oh, and yeah and has <laughs> and oh, has yeah. and can can barely walk some days because his back is so bad and but uh on 100 degree days doesn't matter or when it's about to rain or when it is raining he's out there working on the cars figuring out how to he, we do our own brakes because we have the transportation company we do all yeah. our brakes ourselves we, uh we we i help him with the brakes my dad does all the oil changes himself Those vans yeah, yeah oh so, nice yeah so we save a lot of money on that uh doing that but like things around the house so the, the little apartment uh is a mother-in-law suite that me and emily live in and we wanted to redo the whole thing so we got a new toilet got a new sink so in the bathroom uh i put i put a toilet in myself i put the sink in myself and i was telling my friends I was like how would you even like i wouldn't even know like how to go upon doing something like that and my friends think i'm a wizard because like i would they would call me up when they, in <laughs> when they were in college you have and you have movable zoom backgrounds you're a wizard harry <laughs> they would call me up to like build their their tv stand and like because they didn't know how to like build a tv stand oh or to God. change a tire or to jump up jump a car battery so it's like so because you know what i'm i think it all comes down to and i think alex can relate to me i'm cheap I don't want to pay someone to do something yeah. that I can learn myself and do. Hey, if the toilet leaks a couple of times, oh, well, at least I didn't have to pay a plumber. But the toilet right. didn't leak a couple of times. It was fine. Yeah, I've had to change the O-ring. And I've tried to change the ring. That wax ring? A few extra times I should have because I messed up the first time. Now, Alex, did you when you removed the toilet for the first time, Yeah. did you know what that wax ring was? No, but also <laughs> when I moved this house and I moved the first time, there was poop there. Oh. Piles of poop. No. Oh. Ew. You guys are using really big fancy words. Uh, I understand O-ring, and then you started talking about other rings, and and you've lost me. Scott, what what do you? So Scott, say you need to hang a TV. Okay. Mount, when you need, you need to mount the TV, what, yeah. what do you do? I call my brother-in-law. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you just gotta find the studs, and you got two right here. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i have a stud finder and just like any other dad i take that stud finder and i go beep 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 on oh me. no you take your little your stud finder you go right against the wall it's got a oh, knock on the wall the yeah. yeah ask me what else uh around the house 
Yeah, what else have you fixed? Well, uh, I've watched my wife do toilet bowl surgery, where like we have to replace the different pieces inside the toilet. She does yeah. that. I give her, I give her moral support. I hold the wrench. Scott, I can see, I can see like you having like, a really bad problem going, like a leak somewhere or something, and like you're the guy that just comes over like eating a sandwich. Hey, so what's going on over here? <laughs> While your wife a... is underneath with the wrench, yep. tightening. Yep. The, the the contribution that I would give is I would uh, then I would pull the bubble gum out of my mouth and stick it into that leak to see if it could stop. And then it, you know, Donald Duck's all over the place. No, go ahead. Alex. About what was it? Three months ago, Chris, when I put the wiring to my attic to get oh, in, yeah, to my yeah. garage, I was in my attic for about, what, three hours, just like sawing a hole into the wood <laughs> so I could drop down the wiring to the to the cable to hook it up for the internet and then move it out to the garage, which had, had put the wiring all the way across my roof and the attic and then into my garage in order to get internet out here for the studio. For comparison, uh, it took Scott just as long to try to plug the ethernet cord into his laptop because he, couldn't oh my get, God. he didn't know how to plug it into his laptop. <laughs> Alex, there was an episode. It was one of Chris's first episodes and I have the, the worst internet connection. It kept like just freezing. Uh -huh. it, it kept freezing. Chris suggested, well, you need to hardwire into the modem. Yeah. Well, I've got, I, I don't know, something with my laptop. It didn't just have like the regular Ethernet jack. It, it was weird. So I'm like trying to figure out how to plug it in and then plug it into the, it, I, I think at the end of the day, it never got plugged in, but I moved into our loft. Alex, there was so much echoing that I had to, I surrounded myself with a pillow fort Mm -hmm. Just, just so like in our, in our, uh, in our intro to the Facebook live, you see me sitting on the couch and there's some pillows around me. That was, oh yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I think I found a, a workaround then for you to do things on your own. I think that I'll, I'll message Rachel this because you're drunk. You won't remember anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to message her that just say whatever needs to be fixed will help the podcast and you'll find a way to do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, you know look you're not wrong because i will sell my soul to the devil to uh to make this podcast thing uh work out was this the most like innovative or like out of your comfort zone thing you had to do was was this up there or is there something else yeah this is up there pvc piping it hadn't done too much i mean i used to work on my car all the time when i was early 20s and i had a a piece of uh crap but yeah, this, this definitely was out of my comfort zone. Never did any PVC piping, never did anything with... I did piping underneath the you know, sink sometimes to fix a leak. Yeah. Or, you know, garbage disposal, stuff like that. But no, I never done anything full work like this. Yeah, I feel like this would be a very complicated project. Like, this isn't hanging a picture or doing a backsplash. Like, this is a big deal. I also laid down the floor in my daughter's room and never did anything like that oh, before. In wow. The flooring is the it's the most satisfying thing in the world, but the yeah. worst thing to do in the world. How yeah. how bad did your back hurt and for how long? <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't that bad, but I mean I had I was when I was at the end of it, I had uh, a few planks extra. And I was trying to make sure I made cuts perfect because I messed up. I wouldn't have any more planks. Oh and I would have luck. And then you gotta hear from and then you gotta be like and you gotta go to your wife and be like, hey, I have to buy more planks. And she's like, What? You bought so many. <laughs> I have anxiety just listening to that story, just, you know, trying to piece things perfectly and whatnot. Yeah, that was one thing. Oh, yeah, you have to because there, I have laminate flooring and I laid it in the whole apartment, right? So 
my weakness was the cuts. So I yeah. would <laughs> I would go up against the corner or something and get the cut out. So mm-hmm. what ha- what I would do is I don't know how or why this happened, but I would cut the opposite end or I'd cut the other side. So I actually had to have my sister do all the cuts for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would lay the floor and I'd call her hey I I'm, I'm, I got a I, I got a complicated cut here and she and she'd come over and with the saw and she's never used it in her life and help me with the cuts but hey you know what we got the job done very satisfying but very painful I think it took me I I counted it took me a combined like twenty eight hours to lay to lay this floor it was wow it was grueling but you know what? we did it all ourselves it was uh very satisfying it was very satisfying when it was over and we were just we could sit down for once on our uh, ikea furniture because <laughs> nice they spend all the money together. on flooring yeah so my my brother-in-law is on this kick of doing everything himself okay my it's cousin's life. husband was it's not a kick it's called life yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my cousin's husband is like oh you know you just you save so much money by doing it by yourself blah 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 so they're they're like you know redoing the backsplash so he pulled off the backsplash and that's fun yeah, uh, it sounds terrible. They're doing all sorts, of, all sorts of things. So they're replacing a toilet. So him and my father are replacing this toilet. The pipe bursts. Oh no! And the entire house floods. Oh no! What? They didn't yeah. know where the off uh, pipe was. It what well, one? It was flooding so much, and they tried to do the whole. You know, here, let me stick a towel up against it. You know the bubble gum thing, and then it just goes everywhere. Oh my! That was their God. first instinct was let's stick this this towel. <laughs> yeah. Flood- oh, oh, why aren't you soaking? <laughs> it flooded the house. It's uh, it's been a process, but that reconfirmed to me that I'm just gonna hire someone to do it because I can't do it. Yeah, I have. I need to do windows in my house, and my wife is very doesn't want me to do them. And my dad says, you know, hey, if you mess up then you, you when you do it once then you know how to do it for life you're not wrong i i think that there's a couple things that you don't touch you don't tr- touch electrical mm-hmm. plumbing or hvac you know a, you know your ac and all that everything else go for it that's funny because my dad touches all just a haircut things. it'll grow back <laughs> my dad my dad i don't know how he does it but he knows how to do everything uh-huh. so it's so like <laughs> so it's like something like a thermostat I like, Dad, I need to install this thermostat. It, needs, it tells you to uh, turn the breaker off. If you don't need to turn the breaker off, it only has X amount of volts. It, 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 it won't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just in there grabbing all the wires. Like, I'm like shaking with my anxiety. Oh my gosh, my dad's going to get electrocuted. No, he's fine. He's still alive. It's like, I just, I just don't get it. It's just like, I feel like dads just have this wisdom that right. hopefully one day we will have. Not this dad. This dad does not have the wisdom. And I'm trying to get there. By doing all this stuff, I'm trying to get there so that I can be the dad who can help my son do things at his house. Yeah, see? That's yeah, cool. I, Alex, I can see you as being that type. Yeah, I'm it's trying cool. to get there. Well, you set, up, you set up that whole studio in your garage. Not by myself, but yeah, the three of us set it up, yeah. Nice. A- Alex hung the pretty diagonal soundproofing in the middle of the door. I love it. Didn't do that either. <laughs> I usually, I'm the one that m- helps move things. Now, Alex took the bite out of it on the, uh, on the side there. That is funny. You do have one that's got a bite. Yeah. In it. yeah hungry. <laughs> And you, you just, you know, I'm a victim of circumstance. Okay. <laughs> yes. He's the only one who did it. <laughs> oh, I had a challenge. I had a challenge to all of us. Let's see who can do the Maryisms. We all had to drop a Maryism, and Alex is the only one who was very negative about it when we planned this. I said, "Oh, I'll try." He's the only one who uh, 
who complained well, at the that time. That wasn't a negative I will try. That was a positive I will try. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a victim of circumstance. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Picture It Sicily 1927, that's going to do it for us today. As always, please make sure you connect with us. Our link tree uh, is all in the episode description, the show notes. Please make sure you connect with us. We want to hear from you. Our YouTube channel, please like us. Our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash no new friends podcast. We'll see you next time. Okay, Okay, bye. bye. (laughs) Oh, Jane, you owe me a Coke. It's another one. Okay, bye.